As beneficiaries of UMS Wright, we want to understand those who are before us so that we can help those who follow after. As told through the eyes of supporters and faculty, students and grandparents, we know this podcast will help all of us understand how and why UMS Wright has been so successful. This is The Right Way. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Right Way. Uh, I'm so excited today to be joined uh, by uh, a young lady that uh, has become really a friend of the school for us and someone that um, we've really hopefully developed some really unique partnerships with. But Joni Hendy is here. Joni is the Marketing and Public Relations Director for the Dumas Wesley Community Center, which most of you know, but if you don't, they're just adjacent to our campus. Um, for over 15 years, Joni has served in that community center in a variety of capacities. Uh, she does a lot for the fundraising special events for Dumas Wesley. And really, you know, just kind of thinking about and looking through her bio, her dedication to serving the less fortunate. And we're going to find out really what Dumas Wesley Community Center is all about. But but she's been very dedicated to serving the less fortunate and has a desire to help others. Um, and so she's been recognized among her peers with awards of excellence from the Public Relations Council of Alabama. And um, so we have a really cool, uh, Joni, thank you so much for coming over. Good morning. For coming over to our campus and, yeah. and hanging out with us a little bit today, thank you man. For, thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm super excited to be here today. So tell uh, our, our listening audience a little bit, because uh, I don't, you know, sometimes uh, our listeners may be from, uh, they may be alumni, or they may be familiar with the school, maybe not. But tell me a little bit about, and I know the Dumas Wesley Center has a crazy historical history, you know, concept. But tell us a little bit about what, what, what you see the point of the Dumas Wesley Center is today. Well, Dumas Wesley Community Center has been serving our community for 119 years. We are coming up on our 120th anniversary next year. And you rarely find a nonprofit yeah. that's been serving the community for so long. And although our programs and services he has evolved since 1903, um, we're still, you know, um, you know, serving our community and, and doing what we do best to, uh, you know, provide, um, you know, uplifting services for people in need. Let's talk a little bit about those. So, so, so when you talk about uplifting services, obviously, you know, there's a in, a, in an organization that old, those, those needs mm -hmm. have changed through yeah. the years, right? So yeah. when it first started, it started as a child care center. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I thought I remember reading. Yes. Yeah. So um, in Creighton, um, we were surrounded by uh, cotton mills. Yeah. And the United Methodist Women saw a need for families who needed child care. And so they would provide free child care for families um, who were uh, who were in need uh, of, uh, you know, child care so that they could go to work. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it evolved then into... Um, a huge child care center at Dumas Wesley. And then from there, um, you know, we were actually located on Mill Street, which is still in Crichton, but it's, uh, for those of you who are familiar with Crichton, Regents Banks, it's right yeah. down Spring Hill Avenue. Yeah. So Mill Street is behind there. Okay. And in the early 70s, we moved over here as your neighbor um, on Mobile Street, and we pretty much take up the entire block yeah, right. between Spring Hill Avenue and Old Shell Road. And we have over a dozen programs and services. Um, that serve, you know, at-risk youth, mm -hmm. um, our senior citizens, our local community, and also women and children experiencing homelessness. Yeah. 
Wow, what a, what a what a mission field uh, yes. that that is, and and really, you think about you know the origin of that through the through the church, and and why that you know there was a, there was a, first and foremost there was someone someone or some group who recognized mm-hmm. there was a need, yes, right, and how important mm-hmm. is that for our communities today that we still that we look and we are able to recognize a need. You know, that's, 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 you, you can't be self-centered if you're recognizing the needs of others, right? Right. You certainly can't. And, um, you know, it's, it's very interesting to see that, you know, we're still providing childcare in yeah. some way yeah. because, you know, for our school age children, um, and you're very familiar or UMS is familiar with, um, you know, um, helping out in, in, uh, with our, uh, children, but our after school achievement program is a free program and it's for anyone who is school age, um, needing a safe and, um, educational, um, opportunity for after school. We serve a lot of low income parents, a lot of single parents, a lot of grand, uh, parents raising grandchildren. And, um, you know, this program provides not only homework assistance, but we, um, base our curriculum off steam, uh, a STEAM um, educational curriculum, because um, Dumas Wesley, whether or not we're serving children or seniors or our, you know, families at our transitional housing program, we think of it and we approach it with this holistic approach, yeah. because what we don't want to do is just put coming on this Band-Aid approach where we're, you know, just um, providing this service just to kind of, um, you know, uh, fill their need at the moment. Mm-hmm. What we want to do is you know, complete their entire need, whether it's with a family or whether it's, you know, some other service um, and, you know, because they're having challenges, you know, with either mental health or, um, you know, with, um, you know, just their health in general or with other family members within, you know, their family unit. And I think that comes across since we've been serving since 1903, we have had several generations come through Dumas Wesley where, you know, um, grandparents come and talk about how their children participated Mm -hmm. in said program or, you know, they participated in the program and their parent, you know, enrolled them. And it's, it's, it's just wonderful. And that's one thing that since I've been with Dumas Wesley for 15 years that I have certainly enjoyed seeing all these different generations, yeah, you know, sure. come through Dumas Wesley. Yeah, no, and I, I completely understand that having worked for a long time at, at this organization at UMS, right? Mm-hmm. Same, same thing, you know, it's really neat to see these generational, uh, you know, events that happen. And I think that's so, so critical. I've never, I never even considered that with Dumas Wesley though, yeah. but it's, um, golly, yeah, I don't even know if I can unpack all this, but but the, so let's let's look at one or two of those areas mm-hmm. where you you know where, where where your heart really is. Like yeah. when you think of service to the community, and you mentioned uh, adult education and child care, uh, after school tutoring programs, and w- are there certain areas that that really matter more than others? Maybe to Joni, or not that maybe matter, but I mean, what really pulls it at, at your heart when working yeah. with these families? Well. Um, on a personal level, um, and, and I don't, you know, I, I do know a lot of parents from UMS, a lot of your faculty, staff, yeah. counselors. Um, De- Ms. Dana is very special she good? to me. Uh, we've been working with her for over 10 years. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't think a lot of people know the reason why I'm at Dumas Wesley yeah. Community Center. And what I love about this podcast is this a way for me to 
personally share my experience yeah, and sure. you know the reason why um, you know it's it's important in my heart to care for others mm-hmm. and because I'm a graduate of Sybil Smith Family Village wow. yeah um, dealing with domestic violence living in my car mm. two children didn't have a place to go um, you know and everybody has a story but sure. not everybody knows everyone's story and so what's great about this program is that throughout all of these years the connection between Dumas Wesley Community Center and UMS is so personable mm. because I am a graduate so I you know we currently are at full house at um, Sybil Smith Family Village and I'm sorry I'm getting choked up sorry. but I mean, like you mentioned yeah. you know um, it's, it's very personable. And I think that um, for those of the parents and faculty who don't see the connection because they're not, work, they don't, they haven't maybe volunteered at Dumas right. Wesley or, you know, um, led an activity that, um, you know, that made that connection. I'm hoping today that they'll be able to realize that, you know, UMS is, is, is very special to us. You guys are our favorite neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, when I was at Sybil Smith Family Village, um, you know, it, it was in, from 2004 to 2006. Um, and so one thing that that I still talk about today with my oldest child. He was seven at the time, mm. but he was, he had um, a UMS student that was a mentor to him. Wow. And he would come out, I think his name was Ryan. Um, Mr. Barber, don't quote That's me on not. that. I'm sorry, it was many, many years ago, but um, I can still see his sweet face. Wow. And you know, when you're, when you're in a program where you already feel at your lowest, mm. um, you wonder how that affects your children. Sure. And to have somebody, you know, who's a, a, you know, have someone for your child to look up to, it was everything. Wow. And so that powerful connection in itself <laughs> is something that I carry to this day mm-hmm. because I see it now where we have students come over and help in our after school program, you know, much like, you know, um, his mentor was helping out, you know, my son. Yeah. Um we have um, the students here at UMS um, providing Thanksgiving ba- um, bags where, you know, families don't have to worry about, you know, how they're going to come up with a Thanksgiving meal when they're already on a fixed income and, you know, trying to, you know, pay this and pay for that. Um, and, you know, so even just those small little things, um, you know, I can per- I can say that on a personal level, it means just so much. Um and then also, you know, the toy store is, is it's, it's everything to a lot of the families that we serve. And right. for those who aren't familiar with the toy store, this is an annual toy store that we've been doing since the early 70s. And what we want to do with this toy store is we want to do much more than just handing out free toys. What we want to do is provide um, this sense of hope to um the grandparents and Mm. the single parents and the families who are just needing a hand up versus a hand out to, and, and I've been there. I know how that feels. I know how it is to participate in the angel tree or to, you know, get something free. Everybody loves something free, but how does that really make you feel? I would rather be able to provide Christmas for my kids, knowing that the hard earned money that I spent at this toy store, wow, to see my kids open up their presents, be overjoyed at Christmas, 
and to know that I did that, like I did that. And so how UMS helps with that is that you guys have donated the middle school, um, entire middle school mm -hmm. students have donated all these brand new bikes and toys to our toy store where we reduce the toys at a reasonable price. So for instance, like a $10 toy, it might cost some, someone who's shopping maybe $2 or $3 um, because what we want to do is make it affordable for them. Um, and then the money that is earned from this toy store goes right back into the free after school program. It goes into paying utilities. It goes into paying um, you know, um, bus passes for anyone yeah. in Crichton and Tomoville that might need um, assistance. And, um, you know, so I mean, I could go on and on about how UMS has, you know, um, just been great neighbors to Dumas Wesley, you know, through their support. And um, what I what I love when I had talked about generationals um, uh, participants, um, I love seeing that you guys get your littles involved mm -hmm. and they stay involved all the way up through their senior wow. year. And so, you know, when they were in middle school, um, they may have donated toys. And then when they're juniors we've had and seniors, we've had several, you know, groups come in and have service days, mm -hmm. uh, whether it was just last month or right. for homecoming mm -hmm. week. But in years before, you know, we we've had service learning opportunities at Dumas Wesley. And um, it, again, it's that generational, um, uh, you know, opportunities. And, and I love seeing that from, you know, again, from the littles all the way up to, you know, your senior class. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, again, a lot to unpack for, for us to talk about. Uh, there are two really kind of two thoughts that I have in hearing, you know, that well, there are a lot of thoughts, but two that I want to focus on. The first one is you mentioned uh, this idea of, of providing hope for someone, mm -hmm. right? And so, I mean, there's so much that can go into what, what that means to individuals and to families. And, um, you know, and the other part of that is I, I read a quote from a despicable person that I won't name whose quote that I read. So, but, but I thought the quote was good. And it said, um, you know, we need less charities mm -hmm. and we need more charitable people. Right. So that to me speaks to that. So what, what, whatever service the community center gets from UMS Wright students, whatever that is, and I, it, it pales in comparison to the reason why we, we, we think that's important is because we want our students to understand um, to whom much is giving, much is expected, right? And there we, we have those opportunities to give back to someone, whatever that means, right? But you put it in a different way. We, and it's a, it's a way that I want, to, want Dana Stewart to kind of start talking to our students. You, you're giving hope back, right? And I just think, because what do we do without hope? I mean, you know, this right. idea of hopelessness, you know, we've all been in different circumstances, situations. As you said, everyone has a story. But, but you know, what would you, what would you, what would you want if you didn't have anything? You, you'd want some kind of hope mm -hmm. for something. Yes. Whatever, whatever that is, for and better, what, yeah. whatever that is. That's so powerful, uh, Joan. That's uh, really, I appreciate you saying it the way that you did. It's incredible. Yeah, no problem. And and again, this is why I'm serving the capacity that I do at Dumas yeah. Wesley because I've been there. Um, I've been at my bottom. And I'm at my top now. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, um, you know, 
there's been, you know, still continue sometimes to, to have those days. But, you yeah. know, um, it's, you know, I have this, um, wow, I mean, I, I have this gratitude that I just, you know, it's hard for me to explain um, because uh, Dumas Wesley has done so much for me and my family. And I continue to see it every single day. That is, you're talking about hope and rewarding. That's got to be, I mean, that is, you know, I don't have to tell you you're fortunate because you are, you know that, but you know, the opportunity, the way that God has used you and then, and then to show you hope and love and then to give you the opportunity to demonstrate that even more important. I mean, it's, um, again, that's why service and and this part of character is that's why it's a part of the mission of our school. Cause those are the kind of individuals we want to, to send from here. We right. want them to, to be, you know, more charitable. And again, I don't mean charitable as in, I'm, I'm just in, in recognizing the opportunities we have all of us in our lives, whatever those are and the willingness to give mm-hmm. right time, resources, effort, whatever that, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, you know, and I say that and, and probably the, the most impactful thing that I've done personally in the last 12 months, right, is the interaction that I got to have reluctantly so because I didn't want to do it with this children of Demons Wesley this summer. Yeah. You know, we started driving them and then right. I, somebody signed me up, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody signed me up. No, I'm kidding. And, and, and you know, and I, I, I had something else that day, and I was like, man, I cannot go and drive these kids to the swimming pool, you know. But we did it. You know, somebody drove in the morning for me because I couldn't, and then in that afternoon I couldn't find anybody to do it because that's the way selfish people are, right? We get <laughs> self-consumed and we forget. Yeah. There's real people, real children. <clears throat> and so we took them and we went and picked them up. And it, it was raining. They didn't get to swim. And so they made me turn the, I remember me, that day. Turn the radio on. And I was like, you know, <laughs> anyway, we had such a good time. I was so encouraged. And then we stopped and got some ice cream, which mm-hmm. is, look, it was no big deal. None. I mean, I just happened to say, hey, we got to go right by. Have you, do y'all like uh, Cammy's Old Dutch? Do y'all like that? What is that? Right. And I was like, what? Right. Pull in. I mean, I just, that hit me. Like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Nothing wrong with our kids going to Old Dutch, but so many of us, I, my, when my boys went to school here, I mean, once a week, that's where we stopped. Mm-hmm. These kids are the same. What is that? Right. We, you know, we can get ice cream. We get what we want. Yeah. I mean, it was. Um, again, that's not a matter of me saying, "Hey, look what we did." It 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 affected me to watch the opportunity they had to get off of a bus and go in and get whatever ice cream they wanted. I mean, it was a big deal. It is. And so it to was. me, I was like, ah, oh, you sorry joker. You sat there and you didn't want to do this and you have all these opportunities and why aren't we all doing more? That's what I got, you know, from that. Yeah. So, and let me tell you, the, the opportunity that you gave to our kids, not only just that one day, but you drove our kids to the pool several times over the course of the summer. And so one Without UMS stepping in and helping out with his transportation need, our kids wouldn't have been able to go swimming. And, you know, for someone who doesn't get that opportunity to swim often, it's a joy. Just like ice cream. Right. And so it was extra 
extra special, and we still hear about it to this day. That's awesome. About that trip to Cammy's ice cream. And most importantly, I mean, who knew that one ice cream cone could bring so much joy to I someone? I have no idea. Right. And it, it's the small things. Yeah. It's the little things. And even like, like you mentioned, turning on the radio. And then there was that extra special moment where, and I don't know if it was you, but one of your coaches, I think who was driving, had heard the children talking about um, basketball, basketball, basketball. We have an indoor recreational facility where we, uh, the kids love to play basketball. But man, I wish I sure had a football. What happened? Couple of that, I think it may have been that same day or the next day. The kids had brand new footballs, mm. and you well, know, me, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that was just based off of, of hearing yeah. the children conversate, conversating with each yeah. other, and you know, one of your coaches overhearing, you know, and again, just it's just those little moments that end up to be this these explosive moments for the kids, and they don't think of it as. Um, that that um, you know somebody's doing something for them because they've never had Cammy's ice cream or they've never had a football. You know, to them, they're looking at it and they're they're learning life moments that that um, you know people care for people. Wow, people that's good. care for people, yeah. Yeah. and that's what we also try to when we have volunteers come in, when we have students come in, whether it be from UMS or the community, we want our kids, our seniors, our families to know that they're not doing it because of, you know, they need service hours or because they, you know, do this. They're doing it because they want to make a difference in their community. And, um, you know, and, you know, they are learning this life lesson that hopefully they'll carry on into their adult life that, hey, when I was little, somebody helped me, somebody mm -hmm. did something special for me. And I want to continue that because I know how that made me feel. Uh, and a hundred percent. And again, yeah. we all have our own story, but, but mm -hmm. each one of us, all the four of us around this table, you can sit there and think about somebody's handout to you, mm -hmm. whatever that was. I mean, I was talking to a young man yesterday on the phone who called me asking about, uh, he's getting ready to graduate and I, you know, I don't know what to do. And, and, and I hated to call you, but I'm like, look, man, I, I had to call somebody when I was 20. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you know, someone that was in the world of education that was familiar with what, how and how and wow and what's to, I mean, if we're not willing to do that, right. Um, well, we've kind of, we've kind of lost our entire purpose. Right. Uh, cause they, again, there's a hand, there's a hand that everyone's had to have. Mm -hmm. Doesn't, and if you sit here on the, you know, you want to come in on the podcast and sit in here and say, no, I did it all myself, Doug, I'm going to call you a bad name in front of you, mm -hmm. you know, cause that's just not the case. It's just right. not possible. There's got to be, you know, for those of us who have certain faith beliefs, we know that, you know, there, you know, that, that, that it's not in our own strength, mm -hmm. right. Or our own wisdom, you know, that there are opportunities that, that in our faith provides for that. But, you know, in that as well, when you're talking about a faith, there, there are, um, you know, these fires can be ignited in young people mm -hmm. so that they live a life of serving Service. others. Mm -hmm. Right. And, yes. and, and, um, at the end of the day, it's, it's far more rewarding. I think so. Right. I mean, it, 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 it is, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a sense of, of accomplishment that you don't get with very many other things right? as you do with serving someone else, helping someone else, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And there's just so many ways to do it. What are, so we've talked about, 
tell me a little bit more about the turkey drive. What did you say? What did the Thanksgiving? So um, our transitional housing program, which is Sybil Smith Family Village, provides. And let's talk a little bit about uh, that so our listeners know exactly yeah. what that is. Mm-hmm. It is a, it's directly across the street on campus. Uh, you may have seen a building standing alone um, in a parking lot. And what transitional housing means, it gives a family the time and the opportunities to be able to work on a lot of those insinuating circumstances that led them into homelessness. Not everybody has the same backstory. Um, So when our families come in, we have families coming in where they're coming from other emergency shelters, um, families that have been living in their car for months at a time, um, families that, um, you know, have uh, gone through domestic violence, or, you know, um, a, a divorce, and they found themselves where, you know, they were without a home. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we have 24-month housing and support services. We have individualized case management, which, which is important because, like I mentioned, not everybody has the same story. Not everybody has the same needs. Sure. Um, and um, while our uh, families are there, um, it actually could be women with or without children. So while our residents are there, they're working on, on individualized case management um, with their professional, personal goals. Um, they're going to work or they're going to school. Um, not Again, to dispel a myth, not all the families that come into Civil Smith Family Village are um, um, not employed. Mm-hmm. A lot of families are coming in employed, but they have a lot of barriers that are, you know, um, that they're having to choose whether or not childcare or fixing the car. Um, right. um, it's kind of like a trickle effect. When one thing goes wrong, it all goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're proud of this program. We have um, over an 88% success rate wow. where families moving from Civil Smith Family Village back into permanent housing stay into permanent housing. Um, and, and it's because of all the tools and the services that they've learned while at Civil Smith. Again, a holistic approach. We're not just putting a Band-Aid by giving them a roof over their head. When I was there, oh my gosh, it was the hardest experience of my life. But it was the most important experience because it made me retrain my thoughts of of what can I do in order to make sure that when I leave this place of stability, that I can maintain my Mm. stability and maintain my housing, maintain everything that I've learned. But... I don't have that in my back pocket anymore. I'm on my own. So what can I do? And so um, when I mentioned the the drive at Thanksgiving, um, uh, the student body, what they do is they provide these Thanksgiving bags where it has everything that you, a family would need to complete a Thanksgiving meal. So that's one less thing our families have to worry about is providing, you know, these items for them to have a meal. And it's great because especially for our new families who maybe spent Thanksgiving in their car, who Mm. maybe spent Thanksgiving at the Salvation Army, who maybe just didn't have a Thanksgiving because they didn't have the means to provide one. When you're in your own home because they again they can stay at civil smith family village for up to two years it gives them a sense of family a a really sense of being grateful and thankful for where they're at now Mm. when when we're talking about thanksgiving when you guys are donating these thanksgiving items and you know it um 
uh, again, uh, it's it's just very special how, you know, again, this your US, our US, UMS family has stepped in once again to, you know, provide, um, you know, these these things for for our families. That's an incredible success rate. I would think 88 percent if you look at uh, similar programs. I haven't done the research on that, but I did do some research on on Sybil Smith and Dumas Wesley mm-hmm. uh, a year or so ago in one of my doctoral um projects because as a nonprofit and, and and I remember reading that and I saw I knew the history but do you think that's is that <clears throat> so let me ask it this way in your experience in nonprofits and what you're doing is 88% really remarkable or is that kind of something that all of these organizations throughout Mobile throughout the Alabama throughout the country is that what they hope for cuz that's a high percentage rate of success I would think me, I think it's remarkable okay um and the numbers will tell you too that um, on a national average, um, we're about 18% higher okay. than any HUD program right. on a national average. Wow. So, um, why? I think, me personally, because like I said, I've been through the program yeah. and I've heard the directors talk about this that um, we uh, tailor the needs and services that each resident needs based on their own individuality, based on their past experiences. Bingo. Right. Based on what their needs and what their wants are for themselves in the future. Yeah. Um, I think that is the key to our So there's a direct correlation with that with education, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there's this idea of this this individualized learning Mm -hmm. that happens. And uh, the same trend that we see successes in, in in education are occurring the same way um you, you know and the unique thing about ums right to me is that you know for years the, the mission has been that to help students realize their potential in mind body spirit and character mm-hmm. and then you know so part of that is realizing and, and getting to that potential and to do so you got to have relationships you got to know what makes what motivates those children you got to right. know what doesn't motivate them. You got to know what their strengths and weaknesses may be, all those things. But that's the same process that, that you're looking for mm-hmm. in ensuring that you can, you know, stay at 88%, which again is just amazing. How many, how many residents are there? So we can house average? up to 17 families. 17 we have families. 17 apartments okay. um, consisting mm-hmm. of a studio. We have one bedrooms, two bedrooms, and then to serve um, larger families, um, we have two of those two bedrooms that can be a uh, a three-bedroom yeah, apartment. Yeah, gotcha. And so right now we're at full capacity or we're at full house of so 17 families and over 40 children. And yes. I'm glad, and, I'm glad that's there. I'm sorry that it's full, right? I mean, right. obviously. Yes. And it is it is heartbreaking that, you know, we have a waiting list of, you know, over 100 individuals. So mm. that's, you know, parents and children combined that are – that can't or there are no other resources um you know for them and so they're you know on this waiting list which is which is awful and that's one reason also why we are uh, we will have a new uh transitional housing program in baldwin county um slated to open in april 2023 um it's called uh baldwin family village and um, it will serve families living in Baldwin County um, who are experiencing fam- um, homelessness. And it will be modeled off of Sybil Smith Family Village. 
Awesome. We're going to take a short break because we've kind of stormed through 31 minutes, if you can believe that already. Wow. It's been that, great, man. Yeah. I, I've, I'm learning a lot. I appreciate it. It's interesting to me. Um, <clears throat> I hope for our listeners as well, we're going to come back. We're going to finish talking with with Joni, and we'll 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 dig a little deeper if we if we need to into some areas. But but most importantly, is we want to make sure that if you have a desire or um, based on some of this conversation to help, um, to provide assistance, to 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 be involved, to be able to give of whatever that is, um, we want to make sure we provide that that opportunity for you. So you've been listening to uh, to the right way. We'll be right back after the short break. So welcome back to The Right Way. Um, this is Doug, and we've been having the opportunity today to meet with uh, or talk with Joni Hindi, who is the Marketing and Public Relations Director for the Dumas Wesley Community Center. And I'm so excited that that however we got together on this, I don't even know, how did we get you over here? Well, uh, through the avenue of social media, I okay. saw that you guys were advertising okay. your new podcast, okay. and I emailed Allie, and I was like, Allie, I'd love to come on there well, and good. share our relationship of I, just being neighbors and everything you all do perfect. for us. So. That's perfect. That's exactly. Well, I'm glad you did that because I've learned a lot. I know our listeners have. Um, Joni and I were talking a little bit during the break with Avery and Alex. I mean, I'm kidding. It's Allie. I'm just joking. <laughs> with Avery and Allie, we were talking during the break. I called her that accidentally the other day at, a, at, an, at an assembly. But in my defense, it was like the third assembly of the week. I mean, I was after homecoming. My brain was spent, man. And I just lost. I looked down there. I saw Avery, and I saw the other person, and I couldn't think of her name. So I said Alex. So I apologize, (laughs) Allie. Anyway, so that's a cool. I'm, so I am glad that that you made that connection and that you saw that on social media. That's so that's so encouraging yes. for us. And and I think it's your story is encouraging and and the opportunities at Dumas Wesley that our students have and have had throughout the years, and how, you know, it, it, it's just a reminder that we need to do more of it. There's just so many, especially because of all that Dumas Wesley Community Center offers. You were talking during the break about one kind of cool thing that you that you liked as well, and it's kind of happened there, I think, during COVID with mm-hmm. your, because you also not only support children, you support senior adults as well. We do. Um, it's called the Senior Activities for Independent Living Program. We call the acronym SAIL. Yeah. It's a lot shorter. Uh, it's a mouthful. And it's for seniors living in Crichton and Tomoville, so our local seniors here in our community, and uh, 60 and older, and um uh, we provide on-site services for our seniors. They receive a hot meal. Right. Um, they fellowship with one another. We provide life skill classes. Again, going back to the holistic approach because we want to make sure that they're continuing to living a healthy, long life. Um, and then we also deliver meals, much like Meals on Wheels. Right. We have homebound mm-hmm. seniors, uh, 59 of them who are wow. receiving wow. Um, a meal five days a week. We're wow. transporting those. And then also making sure it, you know, if they have any um, needs or anything like that, um, you know, we also make sure to check in on them on a day-to-day basis. Man, that's a yeah. huge undertaking. Yeah. So one one sweet thing that was my favorite is during the pandemic, um, of course, our seniors um, being very vulnerable during the pandemic were isolating at home. And uh, we 
saw a need that they were very lonely. Mm. Um, they couldn't visit, you know, with family. Um, they couldn't come on site to do Miss Wesley. And so how could we reach our seniors and just provide them a, a, just, you know, a smile and, and a kind word without actually, you know, you know, being in, you know, in contact with yeah, them sure. face to face. And so um, we reached out to UMS and kind of thought of some ideas. And um, we said, what about a pen pal program? And it's been wonderful wow. um, ever since. Um, so what would happen is uh, we had 80 of your students at the time during the pandemic. It, I think it was the elementary school students. They would 80 of them, they wrote letters to all 80 of our seniors. And then our seniors would receive those letters and then our seniors would write them back. Mm. And it became, uh, it was so wonderful because it gave our seniors, again, talking about hope. hope. Yep, that's exactly what I thought of when you said yeah, you, you that. Yeah, and it provided them a way to be engaged with those outside of their apartment door. Um, and I've spoken to several of my seniors um, to this day that still ask about their pen pal, saying, wow. I wonder how he or she oh, is doing. Oh, my goodness. Just their drawings and their, you know, sweet words reminding me of what a grandchild would have been for me because I don't have any goodness. grandchildren. Wow. Mm. Or if they did have grandchildren, they weren't able to see them. Mm -hmm. And it reminded them of that human connection. <clears throat> and that was the whole point of that pen pal program. And so we're excited <laughs> to carry that program with our juniors in um, the coming uh, in 2023. We'll be partnering with the juniors and we'll be having that same um, pen pal interaction with our seniors, but we'll also be welcoming them to meet the seniors since we're back on site at Dumas Wesley yeah, sure. so that they can see them and visually, you know, meet them. Because when you're reading all about, you know, their pen pal on paper and, and, and looking at their drawings and such, you know, our seniors are like, gosh, I wonder what they look like <laughs> know, in right? person. <laughs> and so this is, it's, it's, yeah. it's going to be great to see that human connection. Ah, so good. Yeah. Danny. That really is. Yeah. It, uh, I loved it. And I, I just hope that it continues on. Um, I don't even think I knew we did that, Allie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Y'all as the fifth graders. But yeah. I mean, there's so many lessons in that as well, right? Even even the idea of how special individuals feel when they receive a, le a handwritten letter to them. I'm sure that that same effect was felt by our students, even though, you know, when you get that, but, you know, especially during that time. Of, yeah. And this day and age, what are kids about? They're about technology, yeah. cell phones, iPads. And you, like I mentioned, that human connection, you miss that connection from being from person to person because mm -hmm. you're texting, um, you know, a text, it, it doesn't have any of that, you know, emotion to yeah. it, unless I guess you're using emojis, but, yeah. <laughs> but with and seniors, then those aren't your emotions right, necessarily, right. So. and so just, <laughs> um, you know, I think it, it probably, you know, um, helped your kids out as well, oh, not only sure. with, you know, um, yeah. learning the the language of old fashioned letter writing yeah. and having that human connection through, you know, writing a letter. Well, you have and, to think about what you're writing. I mean, you have yeah, to really do. take into account what am I, how am I communicating this where mm -hmm. it's going to be understood? Because, and that's a difficult thing to do. It is. It, it, it requires is. effort. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that though. Yeah. We need I to be doing more of that, Allie. We need to be doing more of that. That's a, 
that's a mm -hmm. really great great way to engage a lot of our yeah. students. And even some of the, you know, nursing homes. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and, you know, the, the other grade levels, you know, you could get them involved or, you know, writing a letter to maybe uh, the children in, in the hospital or, yeah. you know, just uh, it, it was it was great. I when when you guys came up with that pen pal idea, I was like, ding, the light bulb went off good. and it, it's great. That's good. That's great. I appreciate the feedback. Uh, yeah. Was Dana in charge? The news came. No. And um, we did a little highlight on it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the stacks of letters, the kids were going through them for one of the shots. And I mean, hundreds and hundreds that we had gotten back. It was so yeah. cool. And every day they would ask, did I get a letter today? Did I get a letter <laughs> today? Did I get a letter today? So definitely they so sweet. it just as well. Yeah. What would you be doing, Joni, if you weren't working for Civil Smith? I mean, for Dumas Wesley, if you weren't the marketing director, for what would you be doing? Hmm, good question. Um, you might be doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Obviously, you are. Yeah, I was just, because, I was just curious what your yeah, um, interests are. I, so I, I hail from the West Coast. Um, I was a hairstylist uh, before, um, you know, I, I came this way. And um, I think no matter what my journey would have been, I think um, – I think God led me to Civil Smith Family Village. Mm -hmm. So if if I hadn't continued my journey into Dumas Wesley, I probably would have tried to continue my journey in some sort of of way where I could still help others. Yeah, I think that's and 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 that could even be you know um, being my best self working in customer service. Sure. Because any type of interaction with the public, whether it's you know at Walmart or whether it's you know um, in a restaurant, you're 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 you know interacting with the public and, and that's not easy that's not easy <laughs> and and you know um but let me tell you i'm just i'm just so grateful that well we're grateful for I'm you because I, I mean I, I know i know dumas wesley's grateful for you I, I i'm i'm grateful for you uh i'm grateful that that you know there are individuals that have a desire to give back when mm -hmm. they have received uh, and again, that's not that can't just be Joni's story. That's again, I want to say that's all of us. Yes, none of us got to wherever we are, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, on our own, and especially if we've been pulled out of something, there's always something, someone that's done that. And that's what I think is the really cool and unique thing about mm -hmm. the relationship with Dumas Wesley Community Center and UMS Wright. And it needs to be more because we, what we do, you know, is we, we want to develop not only lifelong learners mm -hmm. as students, but we want to develop lifelong servers, mm -hmm. people who can be servant leaders for their entire lives. And, and you, you know, I just think there's a ton of opportunities there. Tell our listeners, mm -hmm. like some of the most immediate concerns or needs that that the De Dumas Wesley Community Center might have coming up maybe it's just are there ways that people can can help oh definitely um, we rely heavily on the support of community partners um, in order to you know keep Dumas Wesley um, operating and it could be as simple as um, volunteering uh, we have several volunteer opportunities, um, teaching life skill classes to our seniors, um, you know, teaching life skill classes as if you're a professional to our families at Sybil Smith Family Village, um, 
coming out and helping out with homework in our after school achievement program. Um, and then, you know, we understand um, everyone's time is precious. And sometimes you, they don't have the time to, you know, be on site to volunteer. So a lot of our um, supporters also donate. And uh, one of our one of our biggest needs is for Sybil Smith Family Village. Um, when a family comes in, uh, a new family comes and is accepted into the village, into their apartment, they open the door and they walk in and see in everything that they would need mm. if they came in just with the clothes on their back. So that would include everything for the kitchen, from pots and pans, silverware, dishes, to the bedrooms with the linens, to the bathroom with, with you know, towels. Um, it, it, it costs over $800 to furnish an apartment for a new family. And so we have an apartment wish list okay. where for those who you know, want to um, support Sybil Smith Family Village and donate apartment items. All the items have to be new because, again, these items sure. um, are with these families for two years, and then they're able to take those items with them mm. into um, their new home, which I want to tell you, I still have a couple of my pots and two bedspreads. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, from over 15 years ago that I have as mementos yeah, that sure. just remind me of my experience. And so, um, again, so, you know, they can donate, um, you know, those items. And, and during the holidays, we're coming up for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so a lot of people want to serve and give back to their community during the holidays. And so things that they could do is they can, um, you know, call us and see what the needs are for maybe our seniors or for the kids. Um, again, not only for the children, but for the the families of those children, yeah, yeah. a lot of times those families are in need of a Thanksgiving box. They've reached out to us and said, gosh, Joni, I just can't see how I'm going to make Thanksgiving this year for my family. Do you have any resources or anywhere that I can go to to receive a turkey or to receive a meal? Um, um, a senior, you know, same thing. Um, we just gifted our senior a microwave. Mm. Um, she uh, she did not have she right now. Currently, she's still we're in, we're looking for a stove. Um, she the only thing that she had uh, to cook on was a hot plate. Yeah. Um, and so you know. Um, even if you don't have anything in mind, um, you can always call us and say, "What can I do? How can I help?" And we can we can find something that um, you know they can help out with. Um, our annual toy store again is coming up on December 10th. We'll have uh, we'll be serving you know close to 200 children, where we're providing again these pre-registered families a chance to um, shop and afford Christmas for their kids. And so, new toys and bikes are always needed. Um, again, like I mentioned, the middle school is supporting the toy store. But for the parents who um, aren't do not have middle school students and they still want to support us, all the toys have to be donated by the Friday before the 10th, which I, um, it's like the fifth. Yeah. Like I think it's, yeah. And they can drop <clears throat> off the unwrapped new toys at Dumas Wesley and those toys will, you know, serve those families. Um, you know, so there's just a variety of ways that, that you, that you can help. Um, and, um, we have our website, dumaswesley.org. Um, we have our current volunteer opportunities on there if you'd like to sign up. Some of them are age-restricted, but um, they can contact me and say, hey, my family would like to come help out, but I have two younger kids. What do you have that maybe we could do? And so if you don't, if they do not see a particular need that would suit their entire family, give us a call again. We'll 
we'll put you to work. We'll find mm. some place that's suitable for an entire family. Um, um, I mentioned in the very beginning that um, we'll be having our 120th anniversary next year. Um, and so, um, you know, support us, find out how you can support us through social media. We'll be having our 120th campaign where we're raising money to support all of these programs and services um, um, and to celebrate our 120th year, um, you know, uh, in this neighborhood. Yep. Um, you know, so there's... That we have a variety of ways for people to to get involved. Well, and that, and again, I'm glad because I, I wanted you to be able to kind of go, run through those because I, I, you know, my mind's turning as as you say mm-hmm. things, and you know, we always want to model as a school, you know, what a, what leadership behaviors are for our students, and there are ways that our faculty, mm-hmm. m- you know, would, would probably want to get involved with that. So. Right. And I, and I forgot to mention, I think one important thing that how people can get involved is very simple and it's free. Advocate. Mm. When you know of someone who is in need, we're your neighbors. We're right behind UMS. Know, go to our website. Find out, you know, I, we didn't get to really talk about all of our different programs and services. You know, we have a community partner that offers immigration services, a food pantry, um, you know, twice a month. Um, we have... Um, a variety of services that um, pretty much can, you know, serve anyone in need. And so if you share these, our services with someone that you know of that might need assistance, that's free. It's yeah. very easy. And it's a way to help someone. It's a way to help your community and make a better community. That's exactly. And I think, you know, I think how fortunate we are you know, to, to both be in, in this area, right? Mm-hmm. Right on the same street. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, I just think that's um, a powerful service to this town and this, to this community and to the, to the world when it, when it comes down right. to it. Thank um, you. Uh, and, and look, you have a cool, cool story and obviously you're uh, passionate about what you do, Joni. It, it's very evident Thank talking you. to you. Um, and if I know anything about leadership, it is you have to believe in the mission of, of, of the organization that you're involved with. And and mm-hmm. you are. It's, yes. again, very obvious to me. 150 percent. Yeah, no doubt. Well, and because of that, you're going to ensure that success. And yeah. part of that is being on here with us and giving us the opportunity. Because yeah. what you're saying is, Doug, here, here are ways that I can help you feel better about yourself and help help this community. Because really, that's what it is. It's about me saying there are opportunities, you know, why in the world me nor my leadership team, why we're not teaching any classes in the afternoon in life school class, we should be doing that. Right. And so, um, that's going to be a challenge for me personally, that, that, um, if, if I can stand up in front of a group of people and talk, uh-huh. <laughs> so that's not a problem. Um, but it's, it's, I just think that <clears throat> I, I just, I'm very, I'm glad, very glad that you reached out. I think it's very Thank timely, yes. especially we'll, we'll get this released prior to Thanksgiving. I'm looking at Avery mm-hmm. shaking his head. Uh, we already have a date, so we want to get that out. And then all of you, seriously, if you have questions or comments or anything that we can do to help you connect, you can you can reach out to Dumas Wesley uh, through through the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach out to Allie, as always, and we can put you in touch with jo- uh, with Joni. Um, and then you know if 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 you're someone that that is looking for an opportunity to to deliver that item of hope, whatever that is, to someone, and and man, we need that. 
we, we say it every day, but, but, but now more than ever, and tomorrow will be now more than ever, but, but we do. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if we're not compassionate uh, and offering hope to one another, what, what are we doing, right? And, and that's just, uh, it's, it's a life worth living that's, that's built that way. So, yes. Joni. I'm glad to know you better as a friend now, man. Thank you. And I'm it's, happy been, to... it's been great. We, you know, I, um, I, I appreciate the opportunity to, you know, share my story and share Dumas's story, yeah. and to share our, you know, wonderful relationship with UMS Wright. And we just couldn't be more grateful for your support and, um, you know, uh, you know for allowing me to come on today and, and uh, share, you know, all this great information yeah. with uh, your uh, supporters as well. Well, thank you, Joni. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> thank all of you for listening. As always, if you have topics or interests or please let Allie Smith know. Why don't you say it in the microphone? Smith at ums-right.org. Avery, thank you for being on the board, brother, taking care of everything, um, and look forward to uh, – to hearing from all of you soon. You've been listening to The Right Way.